Hello, one and all, to another episode of Deep Lore. Today, we're going to be talking about the Flannan Islands Lighthouse mystery and the conspiracy theories that revolve around it. The Flannan Island Lighthouse was built in the late 1890s on one of the Flannan Islands off the west coast of mainland Scotland. It operated without issue for a few years until the 15th of December 1900. A boat called the Archtor was on a passage from Philadelphia to Leith and it noted that the lighthouse was not in operation and they could not see the coastline of the shore. This was then relayed to the Northern Lighthouse Board who's in charge of the upkeep and the maintenance of all of these lighthouses. The Northern Lighthouse Board then sent a vessel called the Hesperus to check to make sure everything was okay with the people manning the lighthouse. They planned to depart on the 20th of December, but due to bad weather they couldn't depart until the 26th of December. The lighthouse itself was manned by three people, James Ducat, Thomas Marshall and William MacArthur. There was also a fourth man who rotated between spending time on shore and going to the lighthouse. When the Hesperus arrived at the lighthouse, they started to notice things that weren't quite making sense. The flagstaff didn't have a flag on it. The food that was meant to be restocking them was just left unopened, and the keepers were not there to welcome them in. The captain of the Hesperus tried to blow the ship's whistle and shooting a flare up into the air to get their attention, but there was no movement from in or around the lighthouse. A bit of background regarding the island that the lighthouse itself was on, called Elaine Moore, was generally perceived to be somewhat paranormal. Particularly, on the island of Elaine Moore, in a remote location, there was a church that was built in the 7th century by St. Flannan. People believed that it had a sort of aura around it, and travellers who have never prayed or worshipped before were moved to go and actually pray at the altar and follow certain rituals like circling the church's ruins on your knees. So the island itself had a bit of a backstory about having some peculiar feelings around it. Once the Hesperus reached the island to investigate, a man called Joseph Moore went in first to see if he could see any signs. The entranceway and the main gate were both closed, which was normal. However, the beds themselves were unmade and the clocks were stopped. Furthermore, there was food on the kitchen table, but an overturned chair nearby. The lamp on the kitchen table was cleaned and filled with oil, ready to light. Joseph then looked at the belongings of the lighthouse keepers. Two of the three waterproof coats were taken which implies that one of the three men left without any form of waterproof and in this kind of weather was dangerous. The crew of the Hespori went and searched the surrounding area of the island and everywhere in the lighthouse. However, no more signs were found and the keepers themselves were still missing. In addition, a very important rule if you're a keeper of the lighthouse is that there should always be one keeper there to man it just in case any ships or boats come nearby. These three men were very experienced lighthouse keepers, and this rule is non-negotiable. The fact that they did leave the lighthouse is very abnormal for someone of their experience. Joseph returned to the boat, and the captain of the Hesperus sent a telegram to the Northern Lighthouse Board. The telegram read, 
A dreadful accident has happened at the Flannans. The three keepers, Ducat, Marshall and the Occasional, have disappeared from the island. The clocks were stopped and other signs indicate that the accident must have happened about a week ago. Poor fellows, they must have been blown over the cliffs or drowned trying to secure a crane. As the days went on, a more widespread investigation of the island was carried out. They discovered that the east landing of the island was completely intact. However, the west had considerable damage due to recent storms, to the point where a one-ton rock was displaced and iron railway was pulled out of its concrete. No bodies were ever found. And as such, when there's such a strange mystery like this, plenty of um, conspiracies and speculation come out of it. Immediately after the nudes first got to the mainland, the conspiracies were such as a sea serpent took them, or they themselves arranged for a ship to carry them to a different country and start a new life. Maybe they were abducted by foreign spies, or perhaps a boat filled with ghosts took them. The Northern Lighthouse Board themselves did their own investigation, and they deemed that while they were out trying to secure the moorings or a uh, box that was loose on the um, western platform, a large wave hit them and took them and swept them off, and the terrible condition of the storm just meant that they couldn't get back to land. As the years went by, there was a severe focus on the unusual logbook entries of the lighthouse keepers. These logbook entries apparently spoke about them praying and them getting really panicked about this ongoing storm. However, an investigation a lot later on revealed that the logbooks were additions to the story and they weren't actually fact. There was more of a focus on the psychology of the keepers. Apparently MacArthur was quite a violent character, and there was a belief that maybe a fight broke out near the edge of the cliff, which resulted in all three men slipping and falling. Another theory speaks about how one man could have went insane and murdered the other two, threw the bodies into the sea, and then he himself jumping in. None of these really had any evidence or substantial information that could agree with them. However, due to the mysterious nature of the whole thing, uh, minds often go to extremities. As the 1950s passed and there was an emphasis on sci-fi in the pop culture world, people began thinking back to the 1900s about this incident and maybe linking it with abduction by aliens. And that essentially concludes this particular conspiracy theory. A few closing points I would like to add is that there's a lot that is still unknown. The lack of bodies the idea that there was apparently quite calm conditions uh, during the days that they would have disappeared. And most importantly, the fact that these three lighthouse keepers were very experienced, they knew what they were doing, and if the storms would have been too dangerous out there, and they would believe that there was a risk of them getting injured, I believe they simply wouldn't have went to try and secure a box down if their life was on the line. But I'd love to hear your opinions on it. And if there's any other conspiracies you want me to check out, let me know. Thank you very much for watching this episode of Deep Lore. I hope you learnt something today. If you liked it, leave a like. And if you want, subscribe. I'd greatly appreciate it. 
we're going to be descending the conspiracy iceberg and I'd love for you to come along with me.